everybody, welcome back to Going For Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter too. And this is week four of college football season. Um, less excited than I than I, I we were last week this time. Uh, we were not we were undefeated this time last week, and now obviously we're not. And uh, we expected that. You're right. Right. If there's a silver lining in all of this, it's that before the season, record-wise, we were exactly where we thought we were going to be. So. Um, that's our that's our game review of the LSU game, right? <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, just like every week, we're we're gonna do a, a little bit of a, of a review of last week, what we at least what we want to talk about, and then South Carolina preview is actually gonna be pretty slim because it's pretty simple. Like, if we don't have an offense or a defense, the game's gonna look really bad. Um, so. We'll do a, a very, very slim preview of that one. Obviously, then we'll get into our pick em Instagram questions. Um, before we get into any of that, since it's going to be slim pickings for this episode, we decided we'll go extra long on the, the AI motivation. This is how so, long they usually are, by the way. Yeah, I'm just looking at it in a different format. So <laughs> um, Here we go. So do, do we want to tell whose point of view it's from? Uh, yes, this is um, Chris Jans. Okay. giving a motivational speech to the football team. Okay, sounds good. That's a little cross-sport motivation here. Let's get started. Hey, guys, I know you're feeling down right now. I know you're disappointed in yourselves and your performance. I know you're frustrated about with the way things have been going this season, and you have every right to be. But let me tell you something. You're not losers, you're not quitters, and you're not failures. You're bulldogs. And bulldogs don't give up. Bulldogs don't back down. Bulldogs don't t- let anybody... Tell them they can't do something. You have a lot of talent on this team. You have a lot of heart on this team. You have a lot of potential on this team. You just have to believe in yourselves and in each other. You just need to play with passion and pride. You need to play like Bulldogs. Look, I'm not here to tell you how to play football. That's not my job. That's not my expertise. But I can tell you how we play basketball here at Mississippi State. Maybe you can learn something from us. We play fast and aggressive. We play with tempo and intensity. We play with confidence and creativity. We play with joy and fun. We don't let our opponents dictate the pace of the, or the style of game. That's absolutely true. Um, we don't oh, let our mistakes so right. or setbacks. <laughs> we don't let our setbacks or mistakes affect our attitude or effort. We don't let our doubts or fears stop us from taking risks or making plays. We play to win. We play to dominate. We play to make history. That's how we play basketball here at Mississippi State, and that's how you should play football here at Mississippi State. You know what they call me? They call me the dentist. Why? I drill my opponents with precision and skill because I make them feel pain and discomfort because I extract their hopes and dreams. Dentists don't do that. Um, That's what I want you to do on the field. I want you to be the dentists of the SEC. I want you to drill your opponents with speed and power. I want you to make them feel fear and despair. I want you to extract their pride and dignity. You have to, a chance to turn this season around. You have a chance to prove yourselves to the world. You have a chance to make a statement to the SEC and the nation. But it starts with you. It starts with your mindset. It starts with your attitude. You have to want it more than anyone else. You have to work harder than anyone else. You have to fight harder than anyone else. You have to be Bulldogs. So what do you say, guys? Are you ready to play like Bulldogs? Are you ready to show everyone what you're made of? Are you ready to make some noise in the SEC? If you are, then let me hear you roar. Let me hear you roar like bulldogs. And remember, if you ain't a dog, you dog food. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach Jans. Um, I appreciate it. 
Um, it was like he was really here. There, I mean, I, I had the voice and everything. It's like I was at a Bowling Green Applebee's. Yeah. Um. So so, back to unfortunate events. Um, the LSU game happened. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. Forty-one fourteen LSU. Um, yeah. And it and it didn't. That that doesn't even seem to tell the story of the game. Like it, it felt like it could have been ninety to zero, and I wouldn't have been surprised based on how I felt after that game. LSU like, had five hundred and thirty total yards of offense. Um. We had 201. Um, stats that we beat them in. Um, punting yards. Um, Probably kick return yards. And we forced more fair catches than them. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah, that's where the, that's where the list um, amends. So, yeah, yeah, this game happened. Uh, Jaden Daniels went out there, and he probably would have had close to the same stat line going against Air. Um, mm-hmm. This this didn't expect to start on uh, the defense, but Brock is isn't doing something right. Like yeah. the 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 pieces he has are not that much different. I don't. I don't know. Malik Neighbors, um, thirteen catches for two hundred and thirty-nine yards and two touchdowns. Like if if that was just Jaden Daniels' like throwing stat line, like thirteen completions for two hundred thirty-nine yards and two touchdowns, that would have. That's a good day out of the yard, but that was just to one of his receivers. Um, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not good. Jaden Daniels, I don't know if you saw this, but set a LSU um, record for a completion percentage in a game. That's just nuts. Ninety percent or something like that. Yeah, and and it's not even like these issues happened from them being on the field too long. It, no, it, was, I mean, it was from the first possession on. I don't. I guess this is this can be like the first part of um, what changes need to be made. I need Arnett to take back over defensive play calling. Yeah, yeah I, I know he's had his hands off. Um, be the CEO. Um, no, it's <laughs> Brock. I guess isn't ready for that either. That or our players just aren't like that. But um, right, it's it's not good. At all, um, we we can't I mean, pressure, we we can't do anything, we can't pressure and we can't cover. Yeah, tell me who all did we lose from our defense last year? Obviously Forbes, um, Jalen Green at safety, uh, Tyrus Wheat. Is that are those the main three? I think so. I mean, like, obviously I'm we're missing. Sure. Obviously, we're missing Forbes. Uh, Forbes would have made a big difference. Um, There's we was our neighbors. only semblance of pass rush. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just... 
it doesn't seem like it should be this big of a difference from and, last year to this year. I know we did lose a first rounder. Obviously, Forbes is is a dog, but I just feel like we should be we should be better. We should and be we more competitive. And we watched the the Sela game, and we were like, "Wow, this defense is slow." Yeah, it's it's looked slow since the first game. I, I know we right. didn't say anything about it because we're like, okay, we're not really gonna knock on the Sela game, but yeah, heck, it's been three weeks of it. Mm-hmm. Looks slow against everyone. And you know they made a believer out of me in the first quarter against Arizona, maybe the first half against Arizona with, you know, uh, four turnovers in the first four possessions. But I mean that that was just Jaden Delar being really bad for the first first quarter. Um, I don't really know how much we can take from that. Um, I don't know. This is it was a very disheartening game. So yeah, I'm glad we were on the road while this was happening. Um, yeah, because I went back and like watched a little bit of it. I'm glad I didn't watch the full game. But yeah, wow. Um, we we still can't block anyone. Um, it seems like. Um, yeah, we need to change, yeah. make changes to our offensive line. We need to make changes to our defensive line. I don't know how we can't. We do not have a pass rush. Yeah, it seems like the defensive line is the easier change. Like, just put in different people and try it out. I mean, um, who, who's the guy, the young guy that we have been playing? You know his name? There's, there's been a few, but everyone's halfway injured the last two. Yeah. I just, we, we can't bring pressure defensively. We can't stop pressure offensively. Changes need to be made to both of these lines, and it, it's – it's part of our team that we thought was going to be the strong suit or our two lines and they're among the weaker parts of our team um it's it's really bad yeah and will will i mean that that brings us into will's performance i mean he he had the worst just least productive game of his career 11 for 28 uh 103 yards no touchdowns sacked four times um a ton of it was just, I mean, pressure constantly in his face. There were several times where, you know, he made, you know, non-competitive bad throws. There were times where he and the receivers were just not on the same page. Um, it, it's completely uncharacteristic uh, of, of Will, who's been the picture of accuracy throughout his career. I mean, like him or not, he's an accurate passer to a, to a, to a point. So it just didn't look like him. Um, I guess I guess this is gonna be the fun part. I trust nothing from Barbe at this point. Um, said it was gonna be the best players and tailor the system around them. This isn't it. Um, so since I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, change the system, change the system, change the system. Play Mike. Um, yeah. I I really I really do hate it because. You know, we came into the system, Barbe, it's supposed to just be, you know, I'll do whatever works. Yeah. I do not believe that that is going to be the case. Yeah. Because we would be running an air raid offense right now. No, we would be doing anything other than rolling Will out into pressure. Yeah. We've rolled him towards Harold Perkins multiple times. Um, That's not good. Um, Mm. and, And... the people can say, oh, you see, you see what happens when Will throws a lot. Yeah, we threw a lot because we were down 40. 
Yeah. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I think Mike would be an upgrade based on the system that we're running. I mean, just because he has I hate some the system too. Yeah, the system is bad, but I mean, if that's what we're doing, we need somebody more mobile than Will. Um, Mike uh, made a throw on the run the other day. His only pass of the game was a touchdown pass uh, late in the game. Um, so that was one positive for Mike Wright, but yeah, he didn't have he didn't have much time to prove himself. Um, I know it's a dumb idea, but hear me out. Chris Parson is our main recruiter for the wide receivers that we have uh, committed right now. Um, he's the only chance that we have of maintaining those guys uh, because any receiver that watches any of these games is not going to want to sign up for this. And in the era of the transfer portal, if you don't use it, you lose it. Chris Parson might not be on our team next year. I don't know. Maybe try him. (laughs) I know it's probably a dumb idea, but at the risk of losing the best wide receiver class that we've ever had, maybe, maybe try something. Yeah, I I don't know. That's probably the dumbest idea I've had on here, but, you know. Did He's also you one of the highest-rated highest quarterbacks we've ever had. So, Did you see Barbe's quote about Mike Wright the other day? No. Um, he said, We think about Mike as a spark when things aren't going great. And he's been doing... It was like... And he's been doing very good in that role. No, he hasn't. He did... We haven't he used did, him! He did it well against Southeastern Louisiana when we didn't need a spark. Like... That's, that's so he, try not the lie challenge. <laughs> I I don't know what the issue is with Barbe. Yeah. Truthfully, that's all I had on the LSU game. I mean, it was just pure that was domination, domination from start to finish. I mean, there's no no positive you can take from that. Um, anytime we did get something positive, like a two loop, you know. Uh, kickoff return to pass the 40-yard line, three and out immediately following. Uh, I mean, there was, there was no stringing together of good events that entire game. I mean, we couldn't string together a good offensive possession or defense possession. Cool. Yeah, and that set up a touchdown, um, which was pretty awesome. Um, and then couldn't do anything after that. So, um, yeah. It was it was really really bad. It was disheartening, and it is the closest thing to. I mean, I guess twenty twenty was bad, but that year didn't count. So I mean, this is like twenty nineteen all over again, like just nothing nothing fun going on offensively or defensively for that matter. Um, so yeah, I guess that'll bring us into our little shell of a uh, South Carolina preview that we have here. Um, it's really not much, but I wanted to start it off with a uh, cool little Shane Beamer Mississippi State connection that I found out about. I had no idea this was a, th- was a thing, but you sent it to me. We were his first paid coaching job um, in college football. Uh, he was a cornerback coach and a running back coach, uh, as well as a recruiting coordinator for us from 2004 to 2006. Not all of that at once, but those are different roles that he had. Um, he also met his wife in Starkville. So, um, obviously this game's not in Starkville, but it's kind of a cool connection between the two schools that I didn't know. Um, wish we had him, but anyway, 
Uh, yeah, what else, what, what else you got on South Carolina, Hunter? Because this is just a fascinating review, preview. Yeah. Um, Xavier Leggett, um, he's second in the SEC in receiving yards behind Malik Neighbors. Um, speaking of guys who we wish were in Mississippi State, um, Spencer Rattler's been really good this year. Um, third in passing yards behind Jaden Daniels and A.J. Swan. Um, yeah. Swan has an extra game in there. But Rattler's been kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, take I, away I, the... I know they're. I know they're like, are they one and two? Yeah, or, that that schedule isn't fair, and it's not like halfway over. Right. Um. Yeah. You mean talk honestly? Take away the the nine sacks, which that number still seems fake against North Carolina. Um. In in that game, he still threw for like three hundred fifty yards or something. Um. I mean. That, that's really the big knock against him is that he, he's been sacked 13 times and nine of them were in one game. And that's just that's not his fault. I mean, he's a mobile quarterback. He can get away if he has if he has time. But there, he just had no no protection at all. Um, but it seems like that line has gotten better. He, he was only sacked one time against Georgia um, this past week. And they made that game pretty close, uh, which, you know, I, I did check. We're not a top five. We're not a top five or top ten team. Um, so we, we – we might be good. We might be fine. Uh, last year, I mean, they had just a really weird year. They had ranked wins over Tennessee and Clemson, also Kentucky, uh, but also lost really weird games to Missouri, Florida, and Arkansas. Um, and it just seems like that that Beamer ball kind of kind of weird weird series of events is, is continuing this year as they had a um, touchdown lead on Georgia going into halftime the other day. Um, but ended up losing by ten. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a, it's a weird weird team they got going on at South Carolina. But Juice Wells is out for this game. That's one of their um, kind of kind of gadgety wide receivers that they okay. have. Um, so he's out. If 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 this team just runs it up on us, uh, mm-hmm. given the circumstances. I don't know what we do for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, a couple more things. They, they really don't have a running game at all. Um, they have 159 total rushing yards, uh, which I think sacks are factored into that, so uh, probably a little bit better than that, considering Spencer Rattler's been sacked 13 times, um, but still uh, on the lower end in the SEC in that regard. Um, also, South Carolina... Tough schedule and all, um, so that, that needs to be factored in. But uh, they have the worst uh, defense in the SEC, uh, and we have the worst offense in the SEC. So something's something's got to give. And uh, I, I might tip my prediction a little early, but I, I feel like it's going to be um, it, it's 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 going to be us that, that gives away. Um, anyway, you got anything else on this? Um. I don't. Okay. I, I, yeah. I don't think I do. I This is, it's kind of becoming like baseball, and it reminded me of it when you mentioned that Xavier Leggett uh, is, is second in the SEC, only behind Malik Neighbors. Like, like in baseball, every team that we played would suddenly have the SEC leader in home runs because they've just played against Mississippi State for a weekend. Um, so Xavier Leggett probably going to be leading the SEC in receiving yards after this game. If I had to imagine, because um, 
he will have then played Mississippi State. Those um, are the rules. These these are the rules. Love I love sports. Um, all right. They, so, they don't uh, know that we're becoming a basketball podcast on November first. Right. It it might be sooner than that. Um. So we'll we'll move into our pick'em. Sorry for the for the lackluster game preview, but again, until we can prove that we have a semblance of an offense and a defense, I'll I'll take an offense or a defense. Just one even, of the two. Even an attempt at trying. Yeah, I mean, last week gives me no hope, and gives me no excitement for recording a podcast. Today we were just like, I guess we gotta record a podcast i really enjoyed the ai motivation yeah that's always fun so we will move into pick them uh last week uh i think i went four and six again and you went five and five so you did pick up a game on me you're now 19 you're now 19 and 11 on the season i'm 16 and 14 so uh you're up three games um but we'll see if we can change that this week so um Really, really stacked weekend of college football, um, especially our SMU-TCU game here that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but yeah, let's get started on these picks. Game number one is going to be number four, Florida State at Clemson. Um, so why don't you start us off? Who you got in this game? Um, I'm I'm going to take Clemson here. Um, they, they've okay. been really quiet after that Duke loss, um, just killing teams. I, I, I know who the teams have been but um florida state uh, last weekend with boston college um yeah kind of only won because of the refs at the end um boston college probably pulls that one out there um if that call goes different or you know has a chance to at least um you know things always go weird when they wear those red bandanas in boston college you know um (laughs) but I, I think Clemson may have been written off too early. Um, you know, they're still good at both lines of scrimmage. Um, the only issue is, is they have no playmakers. Um, so I don't I don't know how that one's going to work. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I'm taking Clemson. Okay. I'm going to take Florida State. That um, I mean, I, I really I remember a couple of years ago Clemson going to Boston College and um, almost losing a game when they were number one in the country and they were still the big bad Clemson. Um, so I, I understand that like games at certain places just are, are trap games and Boston College seems to be one of those. Um, I, I'm still going to rely on the, the game that I saw Florida State play against LSU. That that team is still you know the image in my mind and I think they can be that here at Clemson. So I'm going to take Florida State in this one. Um, just just hoping that they can get back to that that team from from week one. Um, all right, next game we're moving into the SEC. Uh, as both of these teams are making their SEC debuts uh, this week, uh, Auburn at Texas A and M, and Auburn's wearing a brand new uniform combination. All white uniforms, just like just like always, but with an orange face mask. Whew. Crazy. Keep in mind the up. the orange face mask has been on their home jerseys for quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> new look for a new era, Hunter. New era. So stupid. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll pick this one first. I am going to take Texas A&M. Um, 
Auburn fans are complaining that they're not ranked right now because they're three and zero and they've beaten um, Cal, right, and some some other and and so, and UMass and Samford. That would be a really good baseball non-conference. I don't. No, it wouldn't. It would be decent. Okay, Cal is carrying the load. Samford's okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Colton had better <laughs> clears. Um, yeah, I'm taking Texas A&M. Uh, their, their loss to Miami proved to me that they're not, you know, probably not a, you know, an SEC West. Uh, probably not going to win the SEC West, but I think they can beat Auburn. Auburn, Auburn kind of stinks. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of back in on A&M. Connor Wegman's really good. Um, mm-hmm. They can, like, score points quite easily, um, which is a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm going A and M there. Okay, so we agree on that one. Moving into game number three, um, is a game that a lot of people are looking forward to. Uh, it's it's probably going to be one of the most watched games this weekend. Number nineteen, Colorado, at number ten, Oregon. Um, yeah, why don't you take away this one? Yeah. Colorado. Um, everyone watched their <coughs> game against Colorado State last week. That, that, that was really weird. Colorado State is, like, quite bad. Um, and yeah. the game was just weird. But, I mean, regardless, I'm going Oregon here. Bo Nix. Love Bo Nix's life. Um, as we've been saying for the past few years here. Yeah. Every time. You know, I, I really do enjoy what Coach Prime is doing. He has his team actually practicing on a field, which is just shows like the the level of detail that he puts into his program. They're they're practicing on a field. Uh, not many coaches that you find at in any level of football are going to have their their team practicing on a field. Um, it, it's just crazy that they're practicing on a field. What? Who else is doing this? Coach Prime is is insane. But changing I'm the game. Take, he's changing the game. I'm going to take Oregon in this one because I think they're. They're one of the other few programs that are practicing on the field. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, Colorado, they're way, I, I'm going to admit, they're way better than I thought. So, Coach Prime, if you're listening to this, I doubt it. But uh, I'm a believer now. But that you're not going to beat Oregon. I'm sorry. He's going to take it personally. It's personal now. <laughs> All right, so we're both taking Oregon there. Um, game number four, number 22, UCLA, at number 11, Utah. Um, at, per sources, which are 102, it's trending towards Cam Rising finally being back for Utah. Um, and if that's the case, uh, I'm going to take Utah to win this one. So my, my, my pick is contingent on Cam Rising. No, no, you get it. So, they, they, were favored. they were favored with them. All right. The I'm line just changed yet. Um, I'm going UCLA. Um, I like Chip Kelly, and I and I like oh how gosh. quietly three and zero UCLA is. I forget that Chip Kelly's still there. Like I, I, I just quite enjoy how quiet UCLA is. Yeah. Um. All right. Sweet. So that's our second second disagreement on this one. Maybe we'll have another one here. Uh, game number five. We have number fifteen Ole Miss traveling to number thirteen Alabama. 
a um, couple days removed from the anniversary of their last win against Alabama and their last win in Tuscaloosa uh, when Chad Kelly took a bat, took a fumbled snap and threw it up to Quincy Adeboijo. And uh, <sighs> are they going to do it again, Hunter? Um, I, I don't want to be the person that's like, oh, you know, it's Alabama when they're down. That, that's when they get you. Because that's cliche and everything, um, mm-hmm. but but people have been watching Ole Miss too, right? Mm-hmm. They're 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 down as well. Yeah, they they've been doing these stupid late covers of games. Yeah, which I I, I understand Alabama was just in ten to three game for like forever against South Florida. I I, I truly understand. But 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 that game against South Florida was kind of the Tommy Reese here here it is with your guys let's see how this one works um, it didn't work well um, so yeah. so we're back to Milrow at Alabama uh, I I think I think Alabama takes the win yeah I I don't know why I I feel so confident in Alabama it may be that I hate Ole Miss it it may just be that it's Alabama I don't know. But uh, I feel like at some point Alabama always just shows up at a game and proves why, why they get all the respect that they do. Um, it's usually against Mississippi State, um, and I hate that. But this this time I think it's going to be against Ole Miss. So get your popcorn ready. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to take Alabama as well. Um all right, game number six, we have number 14, Oregon State, at number 21, Washington State. Uh, two very, very good Pac-12 teams this year. Um, it seems like every team in the Pac-12 is, is really good. Um, so, yeah, who are we taking in this one, Hunter? Um, I'm going with Cam Ward and Washington State here. I have them as well. Um, I think he's the has the most pass attempts in the country without throwing an interception, which means that he's going to throw three of them against Oregon State. But I still think they're going to find a way to win. That, that what is it? What, what city do they play in? Pullman? Is that right? Yeah. Would you like Pullman to say Magic, Oregon maybe. State's quarterback's name? DJ Owunglele. Oh, we, t- we took off the last lay on there um, over the offseason. Yeah, see, I... I'm anti-changing players' last names. I just feel like that's insensitive. We, I, we studied we that. We got it from right Kirk Herbstreet. You, you bet me I wouldn't say it, and then it became mainstream to just get it wrong. It's kind of crazy. I, we had it right. We had it right. So we agree on that one. Um, Washington State beating Oregon State. Moving on to game number seven. We have number six, Ohio State, at number nine, Notre Dame. I might have spoken too soon about the Colorado-Oregon game. This might be one of the most watched, if not the most watched. So um, I'll start us off with this one. I'm going to take Ohio State to win this game. Um, I know they're not the juggernaut that they they always have been, but maybe they'll find it this week. I'm going to say they win. Yeah, um, I'm going to take Notre Dame here. Uh I think they have the advantage everywhere but wide receiver. Yep. Um it's kind of crazy. Do you think this this is a Heisman this is a Heisman game? Yeah, yeah. This this is yeah. I mean, who next Heisman also game. has a, has a 
Yeah. There's going to be tons of eyes on Bone. Right. I mean, heck, Jackson Dart. This one. I hate that. Like, I, I mean, serious. Like, um, it would be hilarious if, if he goes to New York and Matt Corral never did. Yeah, I mean, Shadur as well. Um, he goes in there and has a big game and takes yeah. down Oregon. Like, that, that's tons of tons of statements could be made here. I mean, M- Marvin Harrison Jr., go out and have a big game against Notre Dame. Yep, you're you're right there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Heisman is... It's good. Yeah. Contenders will be will be made this week. Right. Um all right, so games eight and nine are are just as just as good as the the, the first seven. Um start us off <laughs> number twenty four um Iowa at number seven Penn State. Who you got in this one? Rather uh, fire. Penn State, I think they're the best team in the big ten. Okay. I'm also gonna take Penn State. Game number nine, we have SMU at TCU, long awaited. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna take TCU in this one, for for some reason. Uh, I'll take Akron. <laughs> All right, game <laughs> game number ten, America's <laughs> game of the week. Uh, Mississippi State travels to Columbia, to South Carolina. Um, man. This is a stinker. This is just the worst. Um, start us off. Who you got? Um, I have South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I, I do as well. Um, let's just real quick do an offensive and defensive player, and let's never talk about this game ever again. Okay. Um, Unless we win. Offensive, um, uh, give me dollar bill. Okay. Offensively, um, I think that Barbe and Arnett have, have had to hear for seven straight days that um, why Mike Wright hasn't been on the field more, why Creed Whittemore hasn't been on the field more. Um, why... I mean, there's just several players that we know are talented, or we we think are talented, we think could help us in the system, but just haven't been used. So I want to go with one of those type guys. Um, I don't think that Mike Wright's going to be the starting quarterback, so the one that I have the most chance in getting right is Creed Whittemore. I I predict that he's going to have a big play in this game. And then defensively, I have mine. Uh, Crimmins. We're going to be using them a lot. There you go. Um, I'll just go chalk and say Buki. I mean, he's probably going to have 15 tackles. Um, there you go. Just a, a so glad I'm solid, solid group of players. Um, so that's going to do it for our pick We will post that on our Instagram. Please uh, send in your picks. We didn't do that last week. We were on the road. Um but we will make sure to do that tomorrow because we had some good, uh, some good feedback or some several responses the last time we posted that. So that'll be fun to keep up with those. Um, and yeah, let's move on to our Instagram questions, which we have also had several responses on those. Um, so let's get to them here. All right. Um, 
First question comes from Denton Garvey, and it's a would-you-rather question. Get you ready for this, Hunter? Yeah. Would you rather change genders every time you sneeze or not be able to tell the difference between a bagel and a baby? Um, I'll go with Akron. <laughs> um, I mean, realistically, I always sneeze in, like, twos, so it would be like a like no change really and even if it was an odd number i could just like make myself sneeze again um so i guess i'll go with the first one because i don't really understand not knowing the difference between a bagel and a baby i don't interact with either of those things that much yeah i don't I, i'd probably be safe either way but i'll, I'll take the sneezing thing all right. Um, somebody said, I know somebody with an iPhone didn't post this. That's crazy. You should be offended by that, Hunter. I'm not. Oh. All right. Brooks Taylor asks, do you expect any changes to help uh, get a better pass rush to the QB? I don't, uh, maybe I don't expect it. teams with but, worse offensive line uh, would be the... Yeah. I don't, I don't expect a change. Um, I would sure like one, though. That would be really fun. Um, Brooks also asks, if you if we have a poor season, will Selman have to make a change? This wasn't his hire after all. Um, personally, I do not think that the change will be made this offseason. I, th- I don't think... I, I think if it's a poor season... Five wins, four wins, a change will be made. It's not like there's money wrapped up in it. Head coach? Yeah. I don't know. I think we may go new coordinators. Why are we going to let Arnett hire them again? I don't know. It seems like we now have a competent athletic director that might get help. Mm, I'd rather have him hiring a head coach. Probably so, but I don't think we'll make a change after one season. Um, And then Brooks Taylor, his last question here, uh, is it crazy for people to be saying fire the staff right now? I'm getting close on the the dual offensive line coaches. I don't think we need both of them. Yeah. Who thought Will Friend was a good idea? Well, the guy that you want to let hire both both coordinators again. I... I don't want him to do it by himself. Well, how do you think the former tight end's going to help that much? <laughs> I mean, I feel like he can do better than Bracky Brett was doing. I don't know. I mean, I everything Selman's done up to this point has been solid. So that's why I don't expect him to. Yeah. Um. All right, Duncan Helms. Uh, Asked this last question: What happened to Will? You got anything on that one? Um, he might uh, hypothetically have been a system quarterback. <laughs> hypothetically speaking, nothing concrete here. That's a bold take. But he might have been a system quarterback. <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for. Uh, Instagram questions. It's also going to wrap us up for this episode. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back win or lose next week, except if we lose 
like we did the other day, we probably won't be back for a while. No, we'll, um, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll, we'll always be back during football season. Baseball season, that's when we just hang it up. Three-month three month leave just happens in baseball. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening week in and week out. Couldn't, uh, can't thank you enough for that. Um, excited to see another weekend of college football, and we'll be back next week for Going for Two with Jack Taylor. Thank you. Welcome to the Going for Two After Show. Um, today's topic. My name is Luke Meyer. Today's topic is uh, fantasy football team names. Okay. Um, so, so we need a Taylor Swift themed name since we have Travis Kelsey. Um, right. And, and and just a little, um, I guess, I guess for the fans at home, what we're going with now is um, Kamara Taylor's version. It's a play on the. Um, on the song Karma. I was thinking more like um, Terry Drops on my guitar because we have Terry McLaurin. I don't like that song. That was the first Taylor Swift song I ever heard. Yeah. Is, is it close to the last one? Um, no. I, I just, I just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the, what was that in? Which, like which original album? album? Taylor Swift. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like anything off of that album. You just don't like country music. No, I just don't like that. <laughs> You're a simple man. <laughs> I, I just don't like that. Um, big lover fan, I believe. Uh, if, if to be to, to be believed. Cruel Summer's quite good. Um, maybe Cruel um, Brian Robinson. Cruel Jerome Ford. Band-Aids Don't Fix Bullet Holes Brian Robinson. Ooh, that's, that's pretty solid. That, that, that has a... Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>